You're listening to the Get Fucking Real Show. Strap in as your host, Lisa Cherney, takes you on a ride full of GFR moments. From powerful messages to exclusive interviews to untold stories of super shitty moments before big successes and even real-life confessions. Lisa's been mentoring millionaire entrepreneurs for over 20 years, coaching top coaches and tapping her mighty woo-woo side to mentor the best of the best spiritual peeps. It's time to bring on the straight talk from successful, soulful entrepreneurs, inspiring you to live without regrets, to create your legacy, and be unapologetically you. And now, it's time to GFR. Life is too short to be a slave to your own dream Cause I'm working too hard And I want to feel so alive I jump out of bed because I love my life Living on my terms, I know that I will thrive Being myself, clarity will thrive So I'll stand out and be J-U-I-C-Y Hello, hello. Welcome to the Get Fucking Real show, where you can completely count on frankness, honesty, authenticity, transparency, and some kick-in-the-butt inspiration. (laughs) I am excited about today's episode, how strategy, stress, and smarts fuck with your flow. Now more than ever, I believe that We are being called up as leaders, and we are being asked to evolve. And it seemed quite appropriate to share with you a recent meeting that I held to talk about the topic of unmentoring. You're going to hear a recording of me meeting with a whole bunch of folks that really resonate with the idea that mentoring had its season for many of us and it's no longer resonating when it comes to creating the new chapter we are craving something new we're craving something closer to home we're craving something that feels aligned and congruent and that is what i'm calling unmentoring so we all got together at what i called a town meeting and I shared my 12 unmentoring milestones. Each of these milestones has a corresponding mentoring habit. And it was really fun to, to go through each of them and illuminate how much many of us have shifted in the type of support that we need to launch the next chapter, to grow into the next version of our mission. And so here we are now, several weeks after this town meeting happened, and our planet has changed. Our climate has changed. The context of our lives is completely different. It's like we're in a play and the backdrop <laughs> completely changed. And we're looking around at the backdrop going, uh, hmm, I don't know if the lines that we rehearsed <laughs> really matches now the new backdrop. And um, the actors seem to have changed in my scene. And right, it's just a mind blowing 
shift in our lives. And what I feel is an initiation. I think us as leaders and those of us, by the way, my definition of leader now is anybody feeling called to lead right now. Anybody feeling called to lead right now, I don't care if you have a business or don't have a business, if you've made X number of dollars in a year or have X number of people on your list or worked with X number of clients or whatever uh, external measure of success um, that is quote unquote validating (laughs) you as a leader, I feel like there is a, a big reset happening and you get to claim, we get to claim our leadership right now. And it was, it's fun now actually looking back on the, the birthing of this distinction and now how much more relevant it is than even a month ago when I was sharing with it on this town meeting. So a couple things I want to share with you about it that actually have really um, become so much more clear to me in the wake of, you know, the uncertainty that's happening in the planet. It's almost like, you know, the unmentoring principles were setting a stage for where we are now. And it will actually help, it, it may actually help you make more sense um, regarding if you're feeling like you like need support, but like the old paradigm does not resonate. This is going to actually help you feel like comfort, more comfort in knowing like, oh, that's why like none of these systems and tools and blueprints and, and, you know, people are resonating with me. And I know I, like I'm being called up. I'm, you know, that maybe you feel the initiation that I'm talking about. Um, and you are kind of confused because, None of the sort of usual things that have helped you in the past to um, have you feel like you have partnership or, you know, have support are resonating with you. So I'm going to share a couple um, new sort of distinctions really in light of the new context. And then I'm going to let you loose to listen to the recording. And um, what's super fun is at the end of the recording, you are going to hear me doing some unmentoring coaching with a couple people. And I'm, you know, so grateful that they, you know, were vulnerable and shared what was going on for them. And I think you'll really get a flavor for um, sort of, you know, what, what it looks like in practice, right? So you're going to hear the 12 unmentoring milestones. Um, I'm going to explain sort of the distinctions. You will kind of, in your mind, I, I want you to think of it almost as like an, a, an assessment and, and check them off in your mind. Like, yep, that's me. Yep, that's me. Yep, totally resonate with that. So kind of check them off and it will confirm for you whether you are in an unmentoring season or a mentoring season. And, and then you'll get to sort of hear you know, what it looks like, because um, I, of course, it's a reflection of my own <laughs> journey, right? I, two years ago, realized that a new mission was coming through me, and it was different than anything I've done in the past, and it needed to be 100% in alignment and congruent and just feel so, like, personal and, and um, you know, juicy for me. Like, there, there could be nothing in it. And and I knew that I was being called to 
to represent and birth something that was was more aligned than ever before. Like there, there was no, like I, I had no tolerance to create any aspect of this new business that I didn't love. That, that's really the bottom line, right? Like I want to love it. And, and I know that there are um, like in some ways we have a story that we can't just love everything. You know, we have to suck it up. <laughs> you know, there, there, you know, Lisa, there's, there's stuff you got to do that you don't love. And I, I totally get that. Yes. And yes. And now more than ever before for the things that we have control of, they need to feel good. Like there's so much in the bigger context that we are tolerating that in our um, personal world, we need to make sure that we are, life is short. We need to make sure that we are loving it. And now is the time to make change. We are being given a pause. We are being given a reset. We are in initiation. Gone. So here's a few things that I want to share, and then I'm going to unleash you <laughs> into um, the recording. And uh, I look forward to hearing how these unmentoring principles land for you. If you want to see them in writing, by the way, I threw them up on my website. It's not very fancy because they're just, you know, kind of newly birthed and not super pretty like the GFR commandments are yet. Um, but you can go to gfr.life forward slash unmentor and scroll all the way to the bottom and you'll see a chart. And that will be like, a, that's a summary of them. Um, and then, of course, if you want to have a conversation because you're like, damn, girl, like I, <laughs> I, I think I might need more of this in my life and it's resonating and you want to explore what it might look like to um, be in partnership with me around the next uh, phase of your growth. Also on that page, you could click, uh, I think it's like schedule, schedule a conversation or something like that. And we'll, we'll get on the phone. All right. So um, the couple things I want to share are that. Now more than ever, we are craving a model, a business model, a structure that is really aligned to us as an individual. I believe those of us that are in an unmentoring season can no longer blindly follow somebody else's system that worked for them. And if you agree, you could say amen on that. <laughs> and I already covered uh, this one, but it's worth repeating that we do have a lower tolerance in, in our personal life for stuff that does not feel good because the greater context is sort of, it, it's so uncertain. And we want to have certainty in our home, in our business, in our relationships. And so if you're feeling that, if you're feeling more restless than usual, you are um, not alone. Um, and this is an initiation for leaders. And um, one of the questions that I asked recently um, to my, um, my personal clients, my unmentoring clients is, where are you being called to evolve? Where are you being called to evolve? So ask yourself that. Maybe meditate on it, um, journal about it, and I think it will be illuminating for you. And I want, you, I want to invite you to, you know, the big theme with the Unmentoring Milestones is about trusting yourself and really feeling your own value without the need for external confirmation. Like, like one of the milestones is I no longer feel the need to prove myself. And it is a significant milestone and it is such a great indication of kind of a rite of passage. Um, that you may be resonating with right now. And 
I could tell you that, um, you know, I'm walking my talk and the unmentoring approach to guiding my clients <laughs> kind of looks more like I'm a mirror. Um, I'm the bumpers. You know, I'm not there saying, uh, do this, do that. And even when they come to me and they ask me, <laughs> what should I do? You know, I turn it right back and say, well, what do you feel? And, you know, what does your intuition say? And what's feeling fun to you? So I'm a mirror. I'm the bumpers. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm here to remind them who they are. And that is because I know that that is what I need. <laughs> I need to be reminded who I am. I am not you know, a hundred percent all the time in my zone of I'm a rock star, <laughs> just, just in case you're wondering. Um, I have this type of support around me. And of course, that is why I'm feeling, re I'm resonating with being this type of support for others. Um, sometimes I, I feel like I'm a tether, you know, it's like I'm tethering them to, to their vision and, and guiding them. Um, it's not, Unmentoring is not about oh I have the way let me show you based on you know it, it it's it's here's a big distinction it's it's not about learning from my mistakes it's about you learning from your mistakes or your journey and and me as the unmentor figure just sort of helping you to unravel that and helping you to um, to really see what the learning was from what you went through and. Yeah, so so I'm looking forward to you diving in. Um, again, kind of treat it as an assessment, you know, like play along at home. <laughs> and if you want to see a visual, go to the gfr.life forward slash unmentoring. Um, would love to hear uh, how it lands for you. Um, Facebook Messenger is a really easy way to reach out to me. Um, and uh, if you haven't grabbed the GFR commandments, and that will hack kind of get you in on our um, email community. You can go to gfr.life forward slash 12C and grab those too. And um, there is a correlation between the commandments and the unmentoring milestones. And uh, I haven't released that yet, um, but it is super, I'm super geeked out about seeing how they correlate because both just sort of came through me and, uh, and yeah, it's exciting. So I'm happy to share this with you. I, th I think it will bring you comfort right now in this crazy, crazy time. Big, big hugs to everyone. And I look forward to hearing what you think. So we don't need another system. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I said, does that make anybody else exhale? It's like, oh good, I don't need a new system. We don't need to learn from others' mistakes. We actually need to learn from our own mistakes. So, you know, it's like, yeah. So you'll see the themes in the unmentoring milestones that it's not about watching what others are doing and learning. It's now about really like turning our camera <laughs> into that selfie mode and learning from our own mistakes and, and really like diving deep into what we almost don't want to even talk about. But if we, if we eyes wide open and we dive deep, so much learning and so much transformation. Because have you ever noticed that our business is so closely aligned with our healing? Or have you ever noticed that that when you break through something or go through something in your business, you break to the other side, that it actually up-levels the whole thing. So that's like the meta conversation that we're ha having here. So um, let's see what else I want to share. So it's no, for me, it's no longer my top priority to get six figures or seven figures or eight figures or whatever figures, you know, other than my figure, you know, like it's not my top priority anymore. It is not my focus. It is not like the prize that I'm going for because for me personally, I've been there, done that, did get the t-shirt and was not happy.
And so now I have different uh, measurements. So we need new milestones, new measures of success. So how we're feeling versus how much we're doing. So how many of you are like me where it used to be like, okay, I'm feeling shitty if I could just do five more things on my to-do list, that's for sure gonna help me, right? Like that was totally me, you know, that was my mindset. And we need new fucking milestones for, for what makes us successful. Like when I could get on here, so here's a transparent moment. Like when I can get on to this unmet town, town meeting and I could, and I can, the, the preparation to hear if it could feel fun and light and exciting, like to me, that is varsity move. That is varsity move. Cause I know that my old habit was stress and trying to adhere to certain strategy and trying to have me do things that don't feel in alignment. And then I was measuring myself against those things. And then, and then there was the result and I had to have this many, you know, clicks and buys and sessions and oh my God, it would just drive me crazy. So we're looking for new measurements of success. So I, I, uh, I hope today that with the unmentoring milestones that you, it gives you different measurements of success, like that you, that it's more of a feeling than a doing, right? Um, yeah, more of a feeling than a doing. Now, if you are like, Lisa, this is bullshit. Like, I just want the money. Like seven figures is my goal. You may not be in the right place and you could save yourself, you know, 90 minutes or however you were going to invest with me. Um, and that's totally okay. You're just not in the unmentoring generation. You're still in the mentor generation. And I'm going to, I'm going to actually give you two columns and you're going to like see where you're at. All right. So also I want to share with you. Um, so I feel like uh, the unmentoring generation is on the verge of a breakthrough. And um, I'm super excited about it. I am working with a, with a couple small groups. I have the, the GFR squad, which is, you know, we have dozens of people in the GFR squad and it's um, fans of the GFR podcast. And we have, you know, a Facebook group and we, we uh, love the GFR commandments. And if you haven't seen those, they're pretty awesome. So, so there is, you know, there is this, this generation that's really wanting to get out of our own way, but there's people that I'm getting to work even more closely with, like day to day, right? So one of the things that I've learned, been there, done there, got the t-shirt, was unhappy. Um, one of the things that I learned about myself and my offers and my business, and this is what I help my clients, not ironically, also do, is I realize I love intimacy. <laughs> I love to like talk to my clients as much as they want to talk to me. I love, I love being a day-to-day -day contact. I love, I love not feeling like I know what's going on with them, like no more than a week goes by. And I know what, what's like, I love intimacy, which is completely counter to what I learned, right? Everything I learned was like, they have to pay an exorbitant amount of money to have that kind of intimacy, but that doesn't resonate with me. And so like nobody was around like me to say that's okay. So I want these unmentoring milestones to help you feel like that's okay. So there's um, three, um, three themes to the milestones. And so you can again, check in to see if you're in the right place. So uh, they come down to trusting yourself more, um, like decisions and confidence in your own skills, all that kind of stuff. Um, ease and flow, so not working so hard, um, picking the strategies that work best for you, and then alignment. So learning how to say no and knowing how to say no, um, being, being authentic and vulnerable. So those are the three themes that make up these 12 milestones. I put them in an order and I realized there is an order. And then I realized that one through six is sort of like, about your being, like how to be in your business, you know, kind of being in it and relationship to it in a different way. And then seven through 12 is about the doing. 
So how to do the doing, but in a different way. So I think you're going to get a kick out of it. Bad news. I will not be saying launch. I will not be helping you with your funnel. Um, I will not be talking about butts and seats. I will not be talking about leveraging and I won't be talking about your high ticket selling system. Yeah, I won't be talking about any of that stuff. So if you're looking for that, you're in the wrong. It's like down the hall and to the right. And I'm so relieved that I, I that that's not my focus anymore. So I want to share with you my story of how I got here because I, I want to keep bringing the point home that that um, if you're in the unmentoring generation and your business you feel like is a mission. Now it doesn't need to be like you're changing the whole planet kind of mission. It just it's something that you feel called to do. Like you feel really, really passionate about contributing this to people or organizations, right? Somebody, um, one of my new clients actually said to me like, you know, I'm not going to like die if I don't do this. Do I qualify? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, no, no, it's, it's not like that. But it's just like, you're not ready to let it go. Like you, you there's, there is a bubbling up and it, there's this thing inside you like that if when you think about the end of your life, like I was thinking about the end of my life, you know, on a bed, you know, with all my friends and family around me, and you're thinking about, you know, your life and, and, and any regrets that you wouldn't have, like, you wouldn't have any regrets if you made a go of this mission, the thing that you want to do, that you actually could see, I helped all these people or organizations, like, that means you're mission driven. And that actually is what got me here is I realized, you know what, if I don't start talking about this change that happened to me, that I'm going to feel not fulfilled. So there is this holographic thing where our own journey, it just feeds. It's like this, it's this constant like infinity loop of we feeding our own mission by our own up level. And so conversely, when we feel stuck and we're not having fun and we're discouraged and we're frustrated um, it's going to fuck with our flow of money and clients and, and, and feeling good and all that. All right. So, um, okay. So here's my journey. See if this, you relate to this. So like I started my business in about 1999. So, you know, I'm a good, I have the good 20 years in and I got my first mentor in 2009 and it, it just like, it was, it was the first time I'd ever really invested in myself. You know, my daughter, Bella, who's now 14, I can't freaking believe it. Um, she's a freshman in, in high school. Yes, she's a little young, but anyway. So, I, so she just started preschool and I was like, okay, it's time to do something with this thing. Like, I feel, I'm, I feel like there's more for me. Like, I feel like I'm, I don't know. I don't know if you have, if you relate to that, but I just feel like there's, there's more. And so uh, I got my first mentor and it completely changed my thinking. I learned about speaking and selling. Um, so, so the very first unmentoring milestone, I'm going to give you a little sneak peek is if you're, if you're in the unmentoring generation, you know, the number one thing standing in the way of your success is you. If you're in the mentoring phase of things, you know, the number one thing standing in your way is a skill. Like, I don't know how to sell. I don't know how to speak or whatever. So that was me. I, I knew that if I could learn to speak that, that it would make a big difference for me. And, and it did. And um, I tripled my income that year to $250,000. I learned new systems. I got into a community. It was really great. It was completely eye-opening for me. There was nobody in my you know, town that was doing what I was doing. So you, and I think many of you have been there. You, know, you did that part. Then I got another mentor and I reached seven figures. I, I learned a business model that got me to seven figures, which was the, um, which was uh, event-based and then to an upsell of a year-long program. And uh, I did it. 
you know, I launched Six Figure University, and, uh, and there's some of your faces here. I can see Hillary, you know, we're from the those days and age and of Cash Through Clarity and Six Figure University, and it was great. I created awesome stuff. And then I did hit seven figures in 2013. And in 2014, I was looking around and I was like, shit, I don't, this, I'm not having fun. I, I'm not having fun. There's just too much, just too much going on. And, you know, of course I had all my peers were the, you know, the, the top coaches and they were like, you need more butts and seats and you need to, you know, lower your overhead and you just, you need to, need to you just need to increase your quantity. And, you know, and I didn't want to do any of that. For me, I have a low tolerance for not feeling good, which is, I think, really helpful for my clients because I hold space for them for, as, for that as well. And I realized I needed to shut down the seven-figure thing, which is just freaking crazy. I mean, it, like, who does that? And I actually didn't know what I was going to do next. So now people come to me. It's funny. <laughs> now, you know, people that you know that are successful, they, they will come to me and they will let me know. They will confess. I'm about, I'm all the, the confession gal now. They will confess, I hate my business. I, oh my, like I'm so miserable and I feel so beholden to it. And it's like this train going down the track that I can't stop. And what do I do? I don't know what I'm going to do next. And how do I, and I tell them, take a breath. And then I say, first, you need to make a decision, right? First, you need to make a decision about, okay, I'm going to figure out whatever it is I'm going to figure out because I'm not happy. And it's so amazing, like how, the clarity comes after you make a decision. And so I made a decision to let go of the thing. And then, you know, the steps were shown to me. And, uh, and it took me about a year and a half to, to undo the whole thing. But in the meantime, the universe gave me this other opportunity to work in partnership with Lisa Sasevich. And I did that for about three years. And I, I was doing my thing, you know, I was being my Lisa Cherney self. And, you know, I was doing like head and heart and strategy and spirit and all that. But it wasn't my thing. You know, it wasn't me fully expressed. And so back, so, but, and then 2018 came. So now I realized that I couldn't go back to what I was doing and I didn't know any other way. And so what's really fun for me now, and you'll see this with unmentoring step number eight is that you are creating your own business model that you're, you're not taking somebody else's off the shelf and pouring your stuff into it. That's not what, and when you're, if you're part of this unmentoring generation, that's not your solution. Your solution is to figure out what is your business model and you follow the breadcrumbs and you follow the juice is another thing that I say. And so that's what I did. And I got a, a new mentors and support system and spiritual. I mean, all of, I mean, I really got myself like a whole team and I, and that's when GFR, like the space opened up and GFR dropped in and, um, and, and things have been sort of evolving since then. And so now I have these uh, small groups called the No Regrets, right? Because I'm all about that now. Like the No Regrets, there's pods um, of eight people. And that's where we go freaking going for it. But we're going for it with these new milestones. So it's not about, it's not the money and blinders to everything else. It is so much about how it feels. So I realized that with GFR, I really wanted to do it a different way. It's kind of like if you have a second kid and you're like, oh, I fucked up. <laughs> you know, whatever you did the first time, you're like, I'm not going to do it again that way. I've only had the one, so I didn't have that opportunity. And I wanted, like, I wanted to birth this thing in a whole different way. I didn't want to push and strive like, and, and, and focus on, like, uh, you know, I just wanted to do it in a whole different way. And I had fears, though, like, that it wasn't possible to really 
do it in a way that felt fun and in flow and do it in a way where I wasn't focused on the number of clients and the goals and the opt-ins and the strategy sessions and the, you know, whatever, the list size, list size and all that. I, I, I just, I, it was almost like, you know, that's the thing about unmentoring. If you're part of that generation and you, and you really want to embrace new milestones, it's like, it's so counterculture. It, it's so not how people are talking. It's like that you, you, it's like, it feels like a unicorn, you know? And so that's why I think it's important to surround yourself if you want a different transformation. So in October of 2018, so not too long ago, I was really worried that I had to sacrifice some of the, the, the goal on flow and fun to create the money. But I, I, I couldn't do it. I just, you know, have you ever gotten to that spot space where you just can't freaking push yourself anymore? And of course, sometimes, oftentimes we'd get sick, right? You know, our body gives out or there's some other thing that happens. But for me, I, I don't get sick anymore. I just like, I just can't do it. And so I surrendered in October of 2018 and I said, okay, God, universe, whatever your belief is, mine is God, universe, Holy Spirit, angels, all the things. I said, okay, you got to show me the money. If this is, is this GFR thing and this no regrets, you know, thing is, you got to show me the money. And, uh, and then of course, universe said, well, it doesn't work that way. You have to surrender first. And so I did. And in November, but the end of November, my bookkeeper said to me, Lisa, did you know you made six figures of, you made six figures in November? And I was like, what? Like I knew that money started to flow and I started to get clients and have these awesome conversations, but I didn't realize, like it felt so in flow that I didn't realize, I wasn't counting every single one. I didn't realize. So, um, you know, I promised that I would share how I made six figures last November. And I, and I want to say that how I made it was like following my natural inclinations to reach out to people, um, getting on Facebook Live when inspired, you know, sharing things when they bubbled up, um, you know, and getting people on the phone and having conversations. And I didn't really care if they, you know, like I knew who I needed to get on the phone with. So, and then um, I'm not really following like this, this like really structured format when I get on the phone with people. And so that's how that happened. And that's, that, that has just led me, that has just fed my drive more and more to help other people do that too. Mentorship is seeking answers from another expert. Unmentorship is seeking answers from yourself and your, your source, whatever that is for you, higher power, spirit, whatever. So mentorship, somebody else telling you what to do, following their, their thing. Unmentorship is trusting yourself. All right, I feel like I'm doing lots of talking, keep talking about these 12 things. So we, I think we just need to jump into them. And as I'm going through them, um, write, like do your own little assessment and like write down like, oh yeah, um, for number one, I'm totally unmentoring. Number two, I'm not really sure. Number three. And what you'll find is that, um, so like if you take the first one as an example. So number one is if you're in a mentor space, you know the number one thing standing in your way is a missing skill, right? If you're in an unmentoring space, you know the number one thing standing in your way as frustrating as it is, is you. Like you just know, like I am the block. <laughs> um, so some of you will be like, yes, I know that, 
but I'm not totally ready to own it. <laughs> and so you'll see some of these things, you'll be like, yeah, I want that. Like I would aspire to that. That really resonates with me much more than the mentor thing. So you would qualify, for, you know, you would qualify for a mentoring generation. You would just know that that milestone is something that you're reaching for. So that's why they're called milestones. So some of them, you might check the box. Like I totally know I'm the number one thing standing in my way, but you know, I, I'm, you got me, I, I got it. Right. But like the, you know, one later down the line is like you allow ease and flow and synchronicity to create your abundance and you don't focus on strategy we're like well that sounds great but i'm not there and that's okay because you don't want the other you want that and so again the milestones are where you're setting your sights you now have new milestones not just money but how you want to feel in your business so you're part of the mentor unmentoring generation and then i will be taking questions so you can state a number of a milestone and be like but lisa <laughs> i'm to i'm totally happy to you know, I don't, you know, whatever you want to share with me, I'm totally game. Um, and if you're like, I really want that, but, but this is, but this is the, but that's coming up for me. You know, this is the belief. This is the truth that feels so true. I don't even know how to dislodge it. That's totally like, not even like, I can't even consider that unmentoring milestone, even though it's what I want, because this is what I feel my reality is. Let's talk about it. I'm really good at dislodging what you think your reality is. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you feel like you're being called to grow, but you don't know where, because it's, you know, when we're being called to grow, we're kind of like, where? I don't, I don't really see it, you know? And it's like, you know, it's right in front of us. So I'm happy to help you with that as well. I'm going to go through the 12 things and then we're going to, you know, open up, you know, I'll have you raise your hands and we'll, we'll just dive in with people and we're going to have lots of fun. And um yeah, so cool. So, oh my gosh, I'm now scrolling through and seeing who's here. Yay, Valerie and Roy and Lauren and Louise and Jolanta. Oh my God, name from the past and Hillary, Jeff. Oh my God, this is so awesome. David, Duncan, yay. Okay, so we're gonna have so much fun here. Okay, so um, let's see. I'm gonna go to my PowerPoints because, you know, I have them and they're cute. Okay, you know, so I was so looking forward to today and I used to do this when I would uh, be looking forward to speaking gigs. I would start to get funny things to say to the audience. I don't know if that's ever happened to you, those of you that are speakers, like you just start, you know, I'd be like, I get up, see a pimple in the mirror. And I'd be like, oh, I should say on stage, I had a pimple, you know, I don't know, ways to like connect. And so uh, I, I, I changed my jacket. I felt like, a, 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 was it um, Mr. Rogers for a minute because I had my workout jacket on and I just put this jacket on and I'm like, look at me, I just changed jackets and I'm in a different mode. So that's, you know, that's me, unplugged, totally unplugged. So we went through one through six on our first, we're gonna go through one through seven. I just wanna show you that there is a chart that's available and I'll let you know how to get the chart, but let's just go through the pretty um, slides that I created. And um, again, I cannot wait to dialogue with you about these and ones that resonate with you, don't resonate with you, ones you feel resistance to, but don't want to feel resistance to, all of that. Again, there's, so there's, you can see the two columns. So there's the old mentoring habit and then there's the new unmentoring milestone. And so each one of these has a mentor habit. I'm calling them habits because I feel like if you're in the unmentoring generation, getting a mentor is a habit that we want to break and we want to get clear that unmentoring is actually really our goal. And, and the thing that could be frustrating if you're in the unmentoring generation is that you know that you're ready, like you know something's not working, you're ready for something, and not, nobody's system is resonating with you. And so I'm hoping this gives you new milestones. So the mentor habit is you know the number one thing staying in your way is a missing skill, right? We've been there, done that. 
if you're in the unmentoring generation, you know the number one thing standing in your way is you. And I, here's a little summary of it. You are holding your mission hostage. You are holding your mission hostage, okay? So I already talked about number one, so I'm gonna to go to number two. Uh, uh, mentor habit number two, and again, maybe you write on a piece of paper one through 12 and you kind of keep track, and then I will show you where you can get the chart and so you can kind of drop into those milestones more deeply. Mentor habit is you know you need help to overcome your fears and be successful, right? It sounds like, I remember the version of Leisha Churney where that was like, oh yeah, I got fears, I need to overcome them to be successful. But I don't feel that way anymore now. If you're unmentor, you know your mission is tied to your personal and spiritual growth. And the more you heal and evolve, the more your business will evolve and grow. And I find that when my work with my no regrets um, folks, that every single day when they are coming up against something, I can look towards their work, you know, the what they're doing with other people to help them. Like um, one of my unmentoring clients helps people with intimacy and relationships, and, and she's having a heck of a time hiring a new VA. And it's like she, even two of them she brought on board, and then they like fell out. And she's like, I don't understand what's happening, and I'm leaving for Bali in a week, and you know, I need, like, you know, I'm desperate. And I'm like, okay, this person helps people with relationships and like, you know, communication. Well, it's like, this is not matching. And I said, well, I said to her, what could we take from the work that you do with relationships and intimacy and the flow that you have with that and what you teach people and apply it to this challenge you're having finding an assistant? Oh my God. It was like, before I knew it, we realized that she, she felt like if she didn't find an assistant within a week before she went to Bali, that writing this book would be for nothing. And that all the other books that she wrote would be for nothing. And like, it just unraveled it. So we, so I am on a day-to-day -day basis realizing that like the healing that somebody has, like if we look towards their mission and the space they want to hold for people, it informs the, their healing and their growth. And then the whole thing spirals up to a next level. It's, I don't, I don't know if I'm explaining it well, but it's so fascinating to me. So if you resonate with this, you're in the unmentoring generation, you get it. You're like, shit, you know, like, yes, I need an up level in this very thing that I'm teaching, but it's, it's so much deeper than just like, oh, I need to be better at intimacy for her. Like it wasn't that it was like, what, what is the deep stuff that's in her way? All right. So number three, you living your mission is productive. So this came up in one of my no regrets pod calls where we were, where we were saying that like one of my clients helps, um, young adults deal with anxiety and she has an awesome program with tools and day-to-day -day things and that completely transforms like the way that they cope with life. And she was having life coping stuff. She has two little boys, her husband was away, like real life things. And, and we just kept pointing her towards her work or maybe even creating new exercises to help her. So her just living her mission and doing her own work is actually productive. It actually counts. It actually is checking off the to-do list. It actually is another step on the yellow brick road to success or transformation or the evolution of your business. You living your mission, doing your own work is productive. And I find that you could feel like, okay, I took a week off and I'm totally was in the pit of despair. 
Um, but because of course we're boxing, cause that we use this cool walkie talkie app and I talk to my clients on a day-to-day basis, they don't fall down deep too far. And we just keep staying in touch and I just keep giving them like pointing them back to themselves. And, uh, so it, it's super productive to live your mission, which goes very much with unmeasuring milestone, knowing your mission is tied to your personal and spiritual growth. And the more you heal and evolve, the more your business will grow and evolve. So it's not the more money you make. It's the more you heal and the more you grow. All right. So number three, so maybe you're keeping track, you have one through 12 and you're kind of keeping track whether you're a mentor or unmentor. So number three is you want to do what other successful people have done. I really wanted that. I used to really like, I would see somebody on a stage and it's like, I want that. And that's what I invested in. You know, I wanted to do what other successful people have done. Not anymore. I'm 20 years in. Um, I probably didn't want that about 15 years in or need that about 15 years in, but I needed to go through my own GFR process. Um, and so now the unmentor milestone is you trust your intuition and you lean on source, whatever that is for you, spirit, God, goddess to guide you, not some external person. It's turn that selfie thing right back to you. And it's profound. And I find it like a sacred role and the, and what, the way that I work with people now to not, to take my ego out of it. I'm not trying to prove myself to them, which is one of the unmentoring milestones. I'm not trying to prove my worth to them. My worth is proven by me helping them to trust themselves more. Lisa, should I do, should I cancel this thing or not? And this gal, she, she teaches people how to listen to their body. So how does your body feel? It seems so obvious, but it's not because we're too close to it. I said, how's your body feel? She said, oh, I feel so much more ease in my body. I'm like, well, why are you not listening to that? Well, I made the commitment and it feels like a failure if I don't do the thing. And I'm like, oh, awesome, great. So wherever you're not doing your own work, it's such like, it's so like ripe with like awesome stuff to dig into. So like if you're up for doing your work and like doing your inner work and transforming and like if you're just like ah oh, that's my jam like you are in the right place because this is going to give you that that guide so all right so moving right along moving right along okay so number four is you and remember the the one through six is about the being like how you're being in your business and seven through twelve is the doing and we cover marketing and sales and all that kind of stuff in seven through twelve so number four is you need a mentor you trust that has more experience than you to give you advice Yes, I loved that. I wanted to know. I wanted to know somebody who had done it before what their advice was. Now, if you're an unmentoring, you trust yourself fully to make business decisions and seek support to learn what feels right for you. So the support you're seeking is not what was right for them, but the support you're seeking is to learn what's right for you. And it, you know, and it, it just, you know, it takes somebody who's outside of it to help you feel like, you know what? I learned we're really shitty at knowing what feels good. And I see every day with my daughter, who's 14, and I unmentor her, <laughs> you know, now that I'm thinking about it, you know, like what feels good to her? Like she, she quit dance, um, competitive dance last year. My daughter's a quitter and I'm so proud because it wasn't feeling good to her anymore. I just, you know, I didn't impose my own thing of like, this is good for you and you've been doing it and it'll look good on your college or whatever my stuff would be. And just really supported her to like feel it doesn't feel good. I'm not doing it anymore. And I'm just like, oh my God, what a gift, you know, that she's getting and how sucky we are. Uh, us, those of the unmentoring generation, we're just so sucky at it. Or we have what we know that feels good, but like we have all of this 
stuff we've invested in that says we should do it this different way. And then if we don't do it that way, was that money, you know, for nothing? And it's like, there's just so much baggage. So just know this is good. You're in the unmentoring generation. You're moving into a different space of, of different milestones that say, you think, you know, things are successful. And for me now it's when they feel good. Oh, I had a client who, um, she had a goal of doing uh, retreats, uh, manifest, like helping people manifest um, retreats. And um, so she bought a retreat center like five years ago and, oh no, three years ago. And she's been doing, re she's, other people have been coming to her retreat center to do retreats, but she hasn't done her own retreats. So um, she's been hiding for three years, which was fine. She had some major healing stuff and things that were unraveling. And when she like finally saw, yeah, I'm the one in my own way and I'm so over it. I'm so done with it. We got to work together and, um, and she uh, really got to see that it was time for her own retreats. And it didn't even need to look like a whole week long retreat. She did like one in an evening with girlfriends and it sort of like broke her cherry and like started the flow. And uh, so, you know, really noticing where your resistance shows up. Okay. Number five, mentoring. You're willing to push yourself and work hard to make lots of money and be successful. I used to do that. I used to think that that was what you need to do. Now, um, unmentoring is you allow ease, flow, and synchronicity to create abundance. Stress is not required to be successful. <sighs> I just want to like exhale on that one. Stress is not required to be successful. And you know what? We're really good at stress. We don't actually need any help to like push ourselves now. If you're in, if you were in a mentor place, you probably do need someone to push you. If you're in an unmentored place, you need someone to hold space for you to allow the flow and follow the juice and follow the breadcrumbs. You know, juice is your inner juice and breadcrumbs are like the external indications that something is being called forward um, and knowing what feels right for you. Number six. And if you want to put in the chat any of these that are really resonating with you, I'll look back at the chat later. Um, again, if you have your paper one through 12, you're kind of keeping track, mentor, unmentor, mentor, unmentor. And remember, the unmentoring one could totally resonate with you and you're not there yet. And that's okay. Like they are milestones, right? There's a, you're, you're going for a certain achievement of a certain, you know, you're, you're going for it. You're not totally there yet. So mentor habit number six is you feel the need to prove yourself as an expert and build credibility. So you're like seeking testimonials, awards, credentials, right? And I just keep wanting to exhale on all these. <laughs> so my unmentor milestone number six, you're done trying to prove yourself and you're ready to stand firmly in your well-earned expertise. No more certifications or degrees needed. Now, I know for some of you, you're like, that sounds really good, Lisa. Like, I want that, but I am not there. I could, I remember the day that I was on a stage at a retreat. I think Janine was probably in the room something clicked for me because I got on that stage. I was really nervous and I had a couple things I wanted to accomplish and something clicked. And I said, you know what? I am so done trying to prove myself. Like I'm, I'm here. I'm in front of these people. I'm doing my thing. Can I just have arrived? <laughs> can I, can I just like say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm doing my, I've arrived. I have enough expertise to help lots of people. I don't need to be the best in the world. And uh, it's amazing how much of an exhale there is. So I want to give you permission, no more certifications, no more degrees. You don't, you know, I want to give you permission to live into this unmentoring milestone of being done proving yourself.
And it's, it's, uh, it's fascinating what happens when we, when we really lead into that one. So this is one through six and it, this is the being, um, of your business. And, um, and so now we're going to move into the doing. And if any of this is resonating, you want to call out numbers that, that resonate with you. That's awesome. Oh, I wanted to share with you about Diane for number six. And Diane was on the town meeting number one and she was doing talking at the end and she was like, I need Lisa's permission. So, so this is so great. This is going to illustrate this done trying to prove yourself thing. So uh, I have a gal in one of my no regrets pod. So a uh, pod is a group of eight. Uh, I am starting a new pod that'll be in the April-ish timeframe. Um, Diane is in pod two and um, she's a sales expert. She And yet she also invested recently in a selling system and, and some other marketing strategies and things. And, and we were talking about, okay, what are you going to do next in your business? And she's like, well, I really want to do a workshop. I've done workshops before. And I have these ladies that, you know, have been asking me to do workshops. And she's like, but I'm just like, I, I just don't know like how to, you know, use this part that I learned and this part that I learned. And, you know, and finally I was like, okay, stop, stop the madness. Okay. I am giving you permission to just to lean into your own sales expertise and throw out everything that you've invested in or learned or the expert told you to do it. Because I could see that she was like completely zapped her self-confidence by feeling like, okay, I need to not rely on my own expertise. I must not know what I'm doing. You know, I need to, you know, substitute it with this other person's thing. And it was amazing. Once I said, you know what, do the workshop. You'll figure the rest out. You're a sales expert. I'm, I'm not even going to tell you what to do, but I'm, I'm supporting you to do the workshop, follow the juice of this workshop. And then it was, it was amazing. She got like two $3,700 clients that were like the first real high ticket sales. And she's a, and, and it was just such a relief for her to be able to just, oh, okay. It's, you mean it's okay for me to just do what I know? Yes. And it doesn't discount the other investments. There's little things that she took and we really identified what those were. So that's Diane's story. It was super fun. Okay. So are you all ready for seven through 12? Yeah. So it looks like I have a, a inspirational slide here in between. We must, we must read it. What's on here. Okay. Unmentoring is like creating a new habit. With support, we see immediate change, but it takes a while before the new habit feels like a new normal. So this was this this really helped me recently on a um, a call with a that someone decided like I don't even I don't want to label them strategy sessions discovery sessions like I'm just doing my whole a whole different thing that I'm doing so I'm getting on the phone with people that want to explore this unmentoring thing and if it's a fit for them so I was on the phone with this gal and she was like well I need money now um, so I I don't want to do like a long thing you know I need money now she said. Oh, so I needed money now. And I said, well, you know what? What's really cool is that right away, we're going to look at the breadcrumbs of the things that opportunities and things that are like in your sphere that you might totally have blinders on because you think it needs to look a certain way. And then we're going to really identify what the juice is that you have, like, what are the things that you're already feeling excited about? And then we're going to, we're going to really support you to go that way. And you're going to actually see immediate change. First of all, you're going to be enjoying things right away. And you know what? I bet you you're going to get a client within the, you know, the next 30 days. Now I don't promise any, that's ridiculous to promise results like that, I think, but I, because of this person is like an action taker and I knew she was really determined and that she already had her product just so much further down the road in terms of having the sit set up and everything. So you're going to, I think you're going to see immediate change, but it's, it is, 
you know, creating unmentoring as a habit and using feeling good as a milestone and trusting yourself as the compass and all these things were, you know, the, that just takes a, a long time to just have that habit stick. And I'm sure those of you that we always think of health related habits, you know, you know, now um, I'm so excited. Like I go for walks and I do Pilates and I'm not, I just do it because it's fun. But my old me was like, oh, what did I eat yesterday? And oh, you know, how many calories? And like, bleh. you know, but now I have a new normal. So, so unmentoring can be a new normal with the, you know, if you make a choice that you want new milestones and then uh, you, you, you get into a support system around it. All right. So now we're going into, oh, that's one through six. We're going to go into the seven through eight. And, uh, and then, then I'm going to open up the lines for questions and hot seats. So write down some of the things that have come up for you. I love Lisa. Yeah. But, but, but Lisa, like kind of like you're like, this sounds really good, but I don't know. Or, you know, whatever's coming up for you, you, you know, you're being called to grow and you don't know what that, you don't know where. Um, well, I, I'm really good at like honing in on that. Like I have a specific radar for that. All right. So let's go to, t- let's go to um, habit number 12. Uh, 12, habit number seven. So this is where we get into the doing. So you're focused on creating lots of new opportunities and finding the best new strategy. So if you're in a mentor zone, it's all about the new opportunities and the new strategies and the new opportunities and the new strategies. It's a, it is a, is it a perfectly viable place to be? But if you're in an unmentoring generation and you're in an unmentoring season, you, you know what to stop doing or want to know. You want to know what to stop doing. And you want to be comfortable saying no to opportunities that don't feel fun or fruitful to create space for the right fit things. There's so many of you where we just need to, it's like a, the stat, like the metaphor around a statue, a lump of clay and the sculptor just is like, you know, chipping away things that don't, that don't belong. You know, when you're in a mentoring space, there's a lot around what should you stop doing? So if you kind of feel, have this sense that there's you know, partnerships that you should get rid of and, you know, board of advisor positions you should get rid of and products you should get rid of. And, you know, I'm doing social media and this whole thing because I learned it and I invested and I was told what to do, but it's so annoying. You know, like we look at, you can actually let go of that. Like, yes, you can actually let go of social media if it's completely annoying because it's sucking your energy. And, uh, and that means that you are the number one thing in your way because you're allowing yourself to do stuff that doesn't feel good. All right, number eight, you want a proven business model to follow. You want a proven business model to follow. I did it. I got the seven-figure business that I didn't love. Uh, Another way to go about it is uh, you create a business model that suits you, feels good, and fulfills your mission. Passion first, then strategy. Passion first, then strategy. So I want to just like peel back the curtain here to say that I'm doing this right now. This on mentoring town meeting, I made it up. <laughs> the structure, I made it up. Now I'm not making it up in a vacuum. I'm making it up based on all of my years of training of things and picking like, you know, cause I'm going to offer conversations with me at, at the end of this thing. Cause that's feels fun to me. And I also know it's smart if I, you know, feel like there might be potential clients that are watching. Right. But you're going to see that I do it in a whole different way that you've probably never seen before because I'm doing what resonates with me now. Uh, again, there's the two things that I really help people with is the following the juice of what bubbles up for them in their business model and then following the breadcrumbs. So let's see what I want to share about it. So I had a client who 
it's like, you know what? I, I want to do women's circles. Like I want to have a regular monthly thing where women get together. And I used to do this a long time ago, but I, I really want to do that again. And so weeks went by and she didn't implement it. I was like, Mary, what about the, those women's circles? And she's no, but like, what else do you suggest I should do to get clients? And I'm like, time out, time out. What about the women's circles? And, she, and so we, we really shows, we saw what's the resistance there. Cause at first it felt really fun. And then she started to feel resistance. And I said, she said, well, I just getting people live to get together feels like a pain in the ass. I'm like, okay, great. Let's do it virtual. And she was like, oh, like you could tell, you see that she was having to like turn off like beliefs around specific strategy that she needed to do, or, you know, it was so interesting. And so I said, you know, you could do it virtually. And she's like, oh, okay, that feels good. So now that's part of her business model, right? Like, you know, we, there, we're not taking your stuff and pouring it into a structured thing. I, I don't think if you're in the unmentoring generation, it's like, what feels fun to me and how do I create a, so I have my podcast is the central piece of my business. And everyone's like, well, how do you make money on that? Well, I am, <laughs> I'm figuring it out and it's not directly from the podcast, but I know that the podcast is a huge part of my expression of my passion. And then I'm figuring the rest out. I'm creating a business model that works for me. On mentoring number nine, you invest in step-by-step -step systems, blueprints, templates, and formulas for sales, marketing, et cetera. So if you're in the unmentoring space, you're doing a ton of investing in the systems. If you're in mentor space, I mean, if you're in an unmentor space, here's where, and many of you, I think are going to really want to pay attention to this one. If you're in an unmentoring space, this is really what probably would feel more fun to you and be more fruitful. You evaluate the formulas and the systems that you don't fully utilize. And you confidently choose, I like that part, and I want that part, and oh, I always love this part. And you choose what parts suit you, and you leave the rest. Bye. Talk to the hand. You know, you just leave the rest. And you know what? This is hard to do on our own. And I was hard for me to do on my own, because first of all, I was so freaking programmed. Like, I needed constant somebody saying to me, you don't need to do it that way. You don't need to do it that way. You don't need to do it that way. And also because we have made investments and we feel guilty if we don't follow the advice um, or we feel like we're being stupid because if we're not doing it the way that the successful person showed us. But all of these things that we do that don't feel quite right or quite good dim our light, slow our progress, fuck with our flow, impact our financial abundance. Um, so those of you that are, you know, have tried all the things and feel like you did it the right way and, and didn't get there. Like I'm here to tell you, like, I have really good news because it's not about you not following the system correctly. And it's not about you not having the right ideal client or niche. And it's not about maybe you're not cut out to be an entrepreneur because if you're on this call, probably you, you are, you know, and you, you, you don't want to give up on it. Right. So uh, I find that if you're resonating with this, it's even though you might not be here, it's really good news. It's been really fun to like give people the good news. Like, you know what? I think if we really look at this place that you really need to grow and you commit to a breakthrough here, you're going to see a breakthrough in your business and your clients and your money. And we're seeing it all over the place in our no regrets folks. Um, really, really fascinating. So uh, that was number nine, right? All right. Number 10, we're down to the last three and the last three have to do with sales and marketing and um, your pricing sales, marketing, and your pricing. 
Mentor habit number 10, if you're in that mentor place, you want your product to be attractive to the most people possible. You're just like all the people, all the leads, all the opt-ins, you know, I just, I, you know, you just, it's like we, our ego kind of wants that positive feedback and like that's our, the measurement and that's what we're told the measurement is. But if you're in an unmentoring space in your business and in your life, you only want to attract clients and opportunities that are an energetic match. You're, and you're vulnerable and unapologetic in your marketing, which is, you know, what's really cool. I found, I've made a discovery. Um, you know, that, uh, imposter syndrome thing that I feel like we all have, like we're waiting for someone to find us out. Like, I don't know where that comes from. I don't know. The anecdote to that is actually being vulnerable in our marketing, like having people see who we are, really who we are. And all the ways we messed up and like, you know, being, and then when they see, when we get clients from that unapologetic and vulnerable marketing, you're like, oh good. At least they know what they're getting. Like they're, it's funny. It's short circuits, that whole imposter syndrome. And I, I made this discovery. I was on a, I was on an interview with some uh, big wig, you know, online marketers and I was very intimidated. And then the online marketer told me he was intimidated the day before because he was on an interview and he thought that he was going to be found out. And I said, it's funny that you should share that because I thought I was going to be found out. And we had this beautiful, vulnerable conversation. And, you know, the whole, the whole interview was just like transformed. It was amazing. And I was transformed because I was vulnerable. So that's what is possible um, with number 10. So it's not about all the things. Now, you know, some of you may know me from my uh, juicy marketing days. Um, and if you work with me, yeah, you get access to all of my juicy marketing, you know, uh, courses and things that help you get to your message because it takes a little bit, it takes a bit of internal alignment to claim who you want to attract and then, you know, and to shift your marketing. But see, that's how I used to focus. I used to enter there into the process. Oh, here's how you need to, you know, create your message and track your ideal clients. But I'm realizing that people aren't, they're like off the screen here. They're still, you know, questioning themselves and, you know, their self-confidence and the, their expertise and, you know, and so now we get to get clarity here and make sure they actually are, you know, have the right ideal client and then we shift their message. So, uh, and if you want to be unapologetic and vulnerable in your marketing, um, I have some systems that help you do that. Um, and if you don't want to be, then we're probably not a match. Okay. So we're down to the wire here, and then we're going to open up for coaching and love seat, um, love seat coaching and Q&A on any of this. So mentor habit number 11, you want a proven enrollment process to follow. If you're in unmentoring phase, you're at ease talking with potential clients about their pain and struggle. So I'm seeing that my no regrets peeps, like they have a comfort, we're, we're going for them having a comfort level, holding that pain and that struggle and not trying to fix it. And you know when they are, are fit and you confidently share what's possible if they work more closely with you. So you know when someone's a fit. You're not questioning anymore whether you're doing it right, your enrollment process. You, you, you now know like, okay, I'm going to see if this is a fit. And if it is, they get an offer. If it's not, they don't. And for me personally, I'm not using fast action discounts and those types of things. I am holding a space for people to make a decision. I'm even letting them think about it because what I have found is that if they can't hold themselves in the decision for three or four days, then they're not my ideal client. Like it's so fascinating. It's totally counter to what everybody is teaching. Like, you know, you got to get them right away and you got to make a decision on the spot and you got to get them on the phone the next day. And 
I'm like, you know what? I'm not dragging people over the line anymore. Like I'm only working with people that really feel it. Like if they can't, you know, one gal, she couldn't, you know, give me her credit card for, I don't know, till the end of the day. And she's like, oh, but don't you want it right now? I said, you know what? Don't worry about it. If you can't hold yourself in your yes for six hours, then we're not, you know, then we're not a right fit. And it just feels so good. It just feels so good. So that is, that is the space that I'm holding for my no regrets folks. And you, and you know, whether you work with me or not, you could still have this as a milestone that you want to achieve because there is so much authenticity in it. Um, and, and so much of it has to do with us feeling really confident in our expertise. And so we just know, you know, you're a fit, you're not a fit. And it's oh, so comforting. Okay. So number 12, I feel like there should be a drum roll here. So number 12 is you want to price your offers in line with the market and your competitors. So if you're in a mentor space, that's, you, that's your way of thinking. I want to price my offers in line with the market and my competitors. If you're in an unmentor space and you're part of the unmentor generation, I have good news for you. Your fees reflect the confidence you have in your expertise and the impact that you make, period. <laughs> you feel the value you provide and you consistently give yourself a raise. So I have lots of ways that I hold space for people. I have this whole how to give, us, how to give yourself a raise process um, that helps people really drop into the value on a whole new level. Like this is, you know, pricing, when you are um, feeling insecure, like if you feel like you're undercharging, it's, it's great news because it's, it's I, I would love to dive in there and just see what that's about for you, what's coming up for you, you know, because when we crack that, just the, the domino effect of that is so, so huge. Um, so it's not just about pushing you to say the biggest number that you can and, you know, it's, it, you know, or, 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 you know, it has to be 2000 or more, or it has to be this or has to be that from any kind of external thing. Um, it really is what, where is your inner alignment, letting you be in that, make some sales and then see, you know, where you're, you're going to go next. So yeah. So if you're in an unmentoring space, you, your fees are all about your own expertise and the impact that you make, not, not, not external measures. Okay, so that is a 12 on mentoring milestones, yay. And hopefully um, you kind of tracked, you know, where you're at with that. Oh, there's so much I wanna say. I have so much in my Google Doc notes here, but I wanna get to questions and coaching. And so let me put the slide up that just sort of frames up the love seat coaching and Q&A. So um, where you're getting in your way, where are you getting in your way could be what we talk about. Um, also, um, just some ways to think of it like, hey, Lisa, I want to know where I'm hiding. Like, I feel like I might be, I'm not sure where. You want to know how stress strategy or smarts are uh, effing with your flow. You're being called to grow, but you're not sure where. So that's, those are some of the things we could talk about. Um, I do want to make sure that you know how to get on the phone with me and have a conversation about unmentoring and my no regrets pods and that whole thing if you're like, you know, just curious about it. Oh, and the URL is here. Go to gfr.life forward slash unmentor, gfr.life forward slash unmentor. And, you know, what I will say is um, there's a, a form to fill out there. So uh, it'll help me get to know you. You don't need to like be a total yes. And oh yes, I want to hire you, Lisa. You just, it's resonating with you. This whole thing is resonating with you. You're super curious about it. I could tell you it's not $100,000. It's not $50,000. And you do get unlimited access to me, um, which is like, you know, but this is truth. And that's why there's only eight people in this pod. I'll tell you that it's a day-to-day -day 
kind of access. So if that feels fun to you, it feels fun to me. And I, I don't want you to let shame or heaviness around prior investments keeping you from just having a conversation with me. Because uh, we'll actually learn a lot by looking at what's coming up for you. So I promise you, you'll have fun on the conversation with me and it'll be super like eye-opening, if nothing else. And, you know, just yesterday I told somebody that, you know, I said, I, I don't, you know, I don't think we're a match, you know? Um, and she's like, oh my God, I love you. Like she was so relieved to hear that because, you know, she was, you know, so I, I'll be straight with you. So go to unmentor, no, what did I say? Go to gfr.life, gfr.life and then forward slash unmentor. And also, oh, if you scroll all the way to the bottom of that page, you're gonna get um, this, uh, this chart. You're gonna see this chart one through 12. So you'll also like, if you wanna like uh, do like an inventory, it's also on that same page, gfr.life forward slash, um, gfr.life forward slash um, unmentor. Okay, cool. I wanted to do the little, a little plug for that in case you needed to run. And um, yeah, so now let's get to Q&A and coaching. Um, here's some guidelines. And yeah, so go ahead and um, use the electronic raise your hand feature. So if you click on participants, so in your like Zoom frame, if you click on participants, um, you'll see a thing that, said, that gives you ability to raise your hand. And I'm happy to talk with any of you. Again, yeah, about any of the milestones, any of the yeah buts, yeah, I think you guys get the idea. So go ahead and uh, raise your hand if you want some love seat coaching or Q&A. I don't know. It, it's kind of all the same, but Q&A could be like a quicker question, but coaching actually gets you coaching. Yeah. Is there anything else I want to say about that? Oh, if you feel like, okay, I get how my business is tied to my healing, but I'm not really sure um, where I'm being called to grow, that would be uh, something for us to talk about. So go ahead and raise your hands. I... I'm going to stop the share so I can see y'all. Okay, cool. I love this. Roy, I do not want a proven business model to follow. I want passion first and strategy. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I love it. So if you have any resistance to any of the things that you say you want, let's talk about it. Let's uh, illuminate that resistance. Um, so go ahead and raise your hand electronically and uh, we can talk here and then we can dive deeper in a one-on-one -on -one conversation. If you go to the gfr.live forward slash um, on Mentor, uh, you can go ahead and just fill out the form and we'll get on the phone the next couple weeks here. I am uh, out of the office next week. And so that breaks all the rules because I'm supposed to be available immediately. But again, if you're feeling like you want to talk to me, I feel like you want to talk to me in a week <laughs> as well. And uh, we'll have some fun. Okay, Miss Janine, first to raise her hand. Can you go ahead and unmute yourself? Yeah. Hi, Lisa. Hello. Yay. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for being here and smiling the whole time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're easy to smile at. It's oh, a good thanks. thing. <laughs> so, okay. This is, um, first of all, you're fabulous. You're so brilliant. And this is really just such beautiful work. And I, um, I'm so happy for you and with you. And, and yes, it just resonates. Absolutely resonates. Thank you. So, it means a lot to me. Um, all of this that's coming up, you know, different things from different points that you talked about today. And, and one of the things that really hit was this idea of not needing to follow a, a proven strategy, step-by-step, -step, formulaic, but really building it myself. So that point, coupled with the one of really trusting in source and trusting in your connection with source brings you synchronicity. 
So I've been thinking about a lot of this lately um, and how it relates to my business and, and finding success there. But then of course, what I wanna do is I wanna replicate the strategy that's my own that has worked. But when I go back to think about like, well, what worked? How did this unfold? For, how did this miracle unfold for me? It's not a strategy. It was a synchronicity. <laughs> so then I'm like in this horrible, funny loop of like, well, what the fuck do I do now? You know, like, how do I know what forward momentum looks like under the new rules? Yes. And of course, because you're a systems thinker, right? You're yeah, a systems totally. thinker, right? I want, a, I want to build a process out of everything. <laughs> <laughs> so you want a yeah. process that gets you to synchronicity repeatably and predictably. Oh. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, me too. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny when you were talking, it reminded me of uh, when Bella was little and she would fall asleep and sleep through the night. And then I'd be like, oh my God, what did we do to create? <laughs> do you remember those days? Like, yeah, yeah. Totally. You like totally want to analyze it and duplicate it. And of course yeah. it's impossible. So um, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I love it. So this is great because um, I'm finding um, in my work with my no regrets folks that I get to like sort of be on the front lines with is that I get to see when synchronicity happens, like they go to an event that they felt juiced to go to and then they sit next to somebody who like, you know, needs their thing or connects them with their thing. And then they're like, okay, well then I just need to go to events and, you know, keep going to events because then I'll, find, I'll meet the people. But the, the, the key piece was that event they felt juice about, you know, there was something yeah. that had, right. And so the repeatable system actually is to do the thing you feel juice about. Yeah. But yeah. here's where we fuck it up. <laughs> like right. we might have faith to follow the juice, our intuition, following your intuition. So number three, like we, we, mm -hmm. there's moments where we're like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, getting this intuition totally feels maybe like I don't have the time, doesn't make sense, but I'm getting the intuition, I'm gonna listen. And we listen and then we get these synchronicities. And then we, and then we but then we think that the, the thing that we need to repeat is going to the event. But the thing we need to repeat over mm -hmm. and over without fail if possible is following that juice, is listening to that intuition is uh -huh. setting the fears and the logic aside, is setting aside the fact that it might go against the strategy that we invested in and that we're told is the successful thing. Like there's so many layers that are between our intuition and our knowing and the juice. There's uh -huh. so many layers. And so we're, you know, and on mentoring, we're sort of peeling those away. And then they, you know, they, like they want to pop back in and we're like, no, you know, you know, yeah. and yeah. So that's like the new, the new habit. And you know, the more you repeat following the juice, like it, and the more and 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 more until it becomes the new normal. But it's fucking yeah. scary. I totally get that. And now I have an, I have a yeah, but. Okay, great. I love it. I was hoping you would. <laughs> so, so my yeah, but is that following, like if I can, if I reverse engineer and I look at where's, where did the, where did the juice start? Even that was totally out of my control. You know, I mean, like I, like, you want to I give me an example? Yeah, let's give you, yeah. Um, let's get, let's get I, specific. <laughs> okay. So I, I know that when I am paid to speak, not just a, you know, 
<laughs> when I get up there and I'm paid to be up there and I'm like in all my glory and people w just want to come to me and want to work with me, my business just explodes. And so I'm being drawn to do that. And not only that, like I freaking love that. Nice. But, um, and so I've had, I had an experience recently where that like it created some exponential growth for me. But so then, so then I would think, well, obviously what I need to do is I need to get paid to speak more. Right. Okay. Well then like, wah, wah, wah. well, how do I do that? Oh, I need a strategy to figure out how to get paid speaking gigs. How did you get that speaking gig? Through a long-term relationship that uh, somebody that I'd been working with for a long time. Okay. So I would, so it's, it's interesting that you got it through not a strategy, right? You, you got that, the gig that you're thinking of, not through you hired a person who's going to go out and get you gigs or, you know, you, whatever you updated your LinkedIn and you did a drip campaign or whatever, like, right. 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 You got it through a long-term client relationship. Mm -hmm. So that's the first place I would look because I know that you have amazing relationships and you invest so much in those relationships and, mm -hmm. and met for many of your clients, you've worked with them over a long period of time. And so I would, so that's the juice that I would follow is like, oh, and, and oh, who does it feel good to reach out to? Let me like make a list of, oh yeah, like I remember Joe and we had so much fun and then there was Mary and like, yeah. what if, like, yeah, let me just send him a message on LinkedIn and say like, hey, I recently did the speaking thing at the XYZ thing and it was so fun. Got any ideas for me? You know, okay. and, right? Yeah. And so it's like, it, 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 that's where your business model, right? So now this gets into what is your business model? And so if, if you follow the juice, because you love to speak and you love to get paid to speak. So, okay, this is something that's super juicy for you. So we want, like, my podcast is in my business model. I got to fucking figure out how, how it's, you know, monetizable and all that stuff. And I am figuring it out. So you in your business model has to be paid speaking because there's something about being paid to be there that feels good to you versus free, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, okay, that's great. That's like, you know, if we're doing a diagram or whatever those are called, you know, that's a, that's a, you know, that's a big ball of like, I want yeah. to pay to speak. Okay, great. Right. All right. Let me look at where I've, where, how the, that has been made to happen. Oh, it's, you know, past clients. Okay. So that's where the strategy that might feed your business model is based off on relationships. Yeah. And this is the thing that I realized, Janine, um, when I filled my first pod, which was in November, when I made a, over a hundred thousand uh dollars, -huh. I wanted to do a launch. I, I want to do a Facebook challenge. And I even got on the phone with the Facebook challenge expert who owed me one. And she gave me the whole thing. And I was like, I was like sinking in my chair. Like, it looks like so much work. I couldn't do it. And then, right. you know, someone, someone close to me said, well, I don't think you need to do that. Just reach out to people. Yeah. And so like, you know me, I reached out to you the other day. I sent you a messenger, like audio. I love yeah. audio and that's why yeah, I love her. Yeah. And so, okay. and that's how that happens. So there is, um, oh, it's so much of an exhale and like leaning into the, into the juice, into the intuition and following the breadcrumbs of like, oh, it was an old client. All right, well, let's see if that could work again, but only if that feels fun, right? But if I said, do you want to see, when I suggested you reach out to other clients, I felt that I could see it in your body, like the lightness yeah. of it. But if you were like, yeah. oh no, I don't want to reach out to other clients, then that wouldn't be it. <laughs> right. right. And right. so where 
you know, yeah. we're, we're it's like a litmus test, right? And then the next thing we know, that's part of your business model. And we have a bit of a system, a repeatable system until it feels shitty. And then it's not, a re then we don't want to do that anymore. That's right. the other thing. We need to abandon things when they start to feel heavy. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Is, this, is this helping? <laughs> totally helping as always. Thank awesome. you. Love. You're welcome. I love, thank you. I'm so glad you raised your hand. Okay. Awesome. Oh, what unmentoring is not. So I think we covered a lot of these. It doesn't mean you don't need advice <laughs> and you have to figure it all out on your own. It's not what it is at all. It doesn't mean that you never need guidance with marketing or sales or things like that. It's just guidance to figure what's for you. Um, and it doesn't mean going it alone. You know, uh, we're just, it's just, it's so such a counterculture that we're talking about that it's kind of hard to, to do it alone. Here, I was being a little tongue-in-cheek. I was getting a little punchy with the slides. Unmentoring is not for you if you're not sure you want to keep doing the entrepreneur thing. It's not for you if you're not clear on what your expertise is. So these are real. And this last one is, it's not for you if you're committed to a specific system, model, or approach because you paid a lot of money for it, even though it doesn't feel good. <laughs> so that unmentoring is not for you if. I want to remind you that all 12 are at gfr.life forward slash unmentor. I hope that you feel my like sincere commitment to you as a mission-based entrepreneur feeling good about what you're doing. Like it's so not okay that you are working too much and feel like you're marketing all the time or that you're questioning, do I have the right niche? Do I have not? Like that you're, you're finding yourself sort of spinning in a loop. Um, that's not okay because there's people that you're supposed to be helping, organizations that you're supposed to be helping. And I really do believe that we're the ones that are going to like, you know, we're the ones that are going to the make the change that we want to see. I totally, totally believe that. Like, I think about if I didn't do GFR, right? Like if I am not giving people permission to get real, like, and then, and I think about all the people that have gotten real and confessed things aren't working and made changes. And then the ripple effect of that is, is uh, really unfathomable to me. And that's what I want for you. And I want you to feel authentic in your marketing and vulnerable and that you don't have to prove yourself anymore and you're trusting yourself and all that. So if you want that too, and you're willing to lean into a conversation with me, I might do some light kicking in the butt. If that's okay, you gotta gotta be up for that, but it'll be with love. Um, um, then I would love to talk with you about unmentoring and what that could look like. And I got a, a few different ways um, that it looks and, uh, and it will, it'll be fit, the right fit for the right person. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for your awesome questions and for hanging in there with me. And if you want all 12, just go to that gfr.life forward slash unmentor. If you want to have a conversation, same place. And I'll see you. I'll see you. I'll see you when I see you. <laughs> Over and out, y'all. <laughs>